إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We praise him and we seek his assistance and we seek his forgiveness And we seek assistance in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil of our own souls and our evil actions Whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides, no one can misguide. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leads astray, no one can guide. وَأَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ And I bear witness and I testify that there is no deity worthy of worship except for Allah. And that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his prophet and messenger. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad al-Fatih lima ughliq wal-khatim lima sabaq nasur al-haq bil-haq wal-hadi ila siratika al-mustaqim wa ala alihi haqqa qadrihi wa miqdarihi al-azim amma ba'du usi nafsi wa iyaakum bitaqwallahi ta'ala My dear brothers and sisters, I remind myself and all of you to fear Allah, to be aware of Allah, to be cognizant of Allah, to be a person of taqwa, a person who always has Allah on their mind, a person who lives with Allah, a person that puts Allah first before everything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He commands us multiple times in the Qur'an to have this notion of taqwa. He says to us in Surah Ali Imran, after A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqu allaha haqqa tuqatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimoon. O you who have believed, fear Allah as He is meant to be feared. Be aware of Allah as you are meant to be aware of Allah. And do not die except in a state of submission to him. And do not die except in a state of Islam. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqu allaha wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat di ghadim wa attaqu allaha inna allaha khabirun bima ta'amaloon O you who have believed, fear Allah and let each person see what he has prepared for tomorrow. Let each person see what he has put forth for the day of judgment. And fear Allah, indeed Allah is all aware of what you do. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يُسْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَنْ يُتِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدَ فَازَ فَوْزٌ عَظِيمًا O you who have believed, fear Allah and say what is upright. 
He will guide you to righteous actions and He will forgive you of your shortcomings. And whomsoever obeys Allah and His Messenger, for indeed He has achieved a great triumph. And whomsoever obeys Allah and His Messenger, for indeed He was successful. In order to attain success in this world and the next, you obey Allah and His Messenger. In order to make it to Jannah, you obey Allah and His Messenger. And in order to achieve happiness in this dunya, and to be successful in this dunya, you obey Allah and His Messenger. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives us the medication in the Quran for this cure of happiness, self-fulfillment, being happy all the time. So my dear brothers and sisters, we are currently uh, in a new year. It is January 5th, 2024. And we say, subhanAllah, how time flies. We say, subhanAllah, how time flies. Then we want to talk about this interesting unit known as time. You know, time is very interesting. Uh, the change of the night and the day, these are all signs from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Time is the number one unit in the world that every single person has the same amount of. The rich and the poor, the black and the white, the female and the male, the child and the old person. Everyone is given 24 hours every single day. Everyone is given the same amount of time. And time is free. And time is free. It doesn't cost anything. It's all about how you capitalize on the time you're given. You see someone, he capitalizes on this. And someone, he does not capitalize on this. We say the Prophet ﷺ, he only speaks the truth. We say, subhanAllah. The Prophet ﷺ, he says, فراغ. The Prophet ﷺ, he tells us, 1444 years ago, he says, فراغ. He says, there's two units. There's two blessings that many people are often deceived by. And the word in Arabic here that is used is مغبون. مغبون comes from غبن, to be cheated in a transaction. When you go to the souq, the marketplace, and you want to buy dates, and someone cheats you. This is غبن. The Prophet he uses this adjective. He says, the two blessings that most people are often deceived by is having good health and having free time. Having good health and having free time. Because when you're healthy, you don't realize what it is to be healthy until you lose your health. And when you're free, you don't realize what it is to be free until you're not free. What does that mean? That means I was not married, and I had a lot of time on my hands. And I didn't realize how much time I had until I got married. Then I got married, and, then I had, and I thought I had no time on my hands. And then I had kids, and then I realized there's no such thing as time anymore. Anything I wanted to ever do is gone. Two blessings you are often deceived by. What? Being healthy. When do you realize the blessing of your health? When you go to the hospital, and you can no longer walk, and you hurt your back. You say, subhanAllah. And your only dua after that is, Ya Allah, please let me walk again. Ya Allah, you forget about everything. Every single pleasure in this dunya that you once wanted is gone. It's out the window because all you want to be able to do is walk. Ya Allah, please let me walk. Ya Allah, please let me praise Allah standing again. Subhanallah. You do not realize what you have until you lose it, especially when it comes to health, being healthy. We ask Allah to keep us healthy all the time and to protect us from sicknesses and illnesses and to cure anyone who's sick and having free time. And having free time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He speaks in the Quran in Surah Al-Kahf, a surah that we should be reciting every week on Friday. He says, Allah, Allah he says, give them the example of this hayat dunya Give them a parable, an example of this world. As water comes down from the sky and it mixes with the earth and it becomes vegetation. We send water, rain comes down and it mixes with the earth and it becomes and it becomes vegetation and then it withers away in the wind and it dies. 
And Allah was on charge and incapable of everything. Allah is in charge of everything and capable of everything. What does this ayah mean? Because Allah says, give them an example of this dunya. As water comes down and it mixes with the earth and it becomes vegetation and then it withers away. This means that dunya is nothing but three significant events. This dunya that you live for 65 years, for 45 years, for 80 years, however long you live, all it is to you is three events. And how is that? Because right now I'm 30 years old and I had many events in my life. And I ask you, what did you have for lunch two days ago? I ask you, what did you eat for lunch two days ago? You have to sit and you have to think for five minutes and you're not going to be able to remember what you had for lunch two days ago. So what do you remember from this dunya? What is it that you take back from this dunya? Significant events. The day I graduated high school, I remember it. The day I had my first child, I remember it. Uh, the day something bad happened to me, may Allah protect us, I remember it. Significant events, three significant events. Three, this is all dunya is. Dunya comes and it goes like this. Before you can even imagine, it disappears and it withers away. Now, we want to make the best of our time in this dunya. We want to capitalize on time. I'll give you an example, a current day example. We have many old scholars I could give examples, but I want to give a current day example. I know a brother. He used to go to Clifton High School. And this brother, Allah guided him when he was a sophomore in high school. So he went through this guidance and he was happily guided now. And he was going to the masjid every single day. And he said, I'm going to memorize the book of Allah. So he used to go to ICPC Patterson every single day from Asr after school into Aisha. And he used to sit down and memorize the book of Allah. There's a couple of observations we want to take from this story. Yeah? Current day example in our own community. Uh, Clifton High School down the street. Yeah? And he's going to the masjid every day. The masjid is a strange place. Yeah? The masjid is strange. It's ajib. Wallahi, the masjid is a strange place. You only find good people in the masjid. Yeah? You don't find good people in the bar or in the club or in Atlantic City. You find them in the masjid, in the house of Allah. You find ajib people in the masjid. Uh, and ICPC did not have a Quran program at this time. And this brother was going to memorize the Quran there every day after Asr and Aisha. And there was another Pakistani uncle that used to come. And he used to sit down also from Maghrib to Aisha some days. And this Pakistani uncle, very old man, he realized that this guy was memorizing the Quran by himself. So he approached him and he said, why don't you read to someone your Quran that you're memorizing? It's better you read to a sheikh. And he goes, I don't have a sheikh. I just want to memorize the Quran. He goes, read to me. I am a hafiz of the Quran. So he began to read to him. Yeah? And every single day he goes to them, look, no Quran program, no, no fee, nothing, nothing. Just the barakah of the masjid. Barakah, barakah of ikhlas. Barakah of sincerity and ikhlas. Uh, wanting the pleasure of Allah. Not going after school to hide behind 7-Eleven to smoke weed. Not going to the masjid, going to ICPC, panacing, yeah? Not going uh, up the street to uh, talk to a girl or go do haram. People that are involved in haram, going out of their way to do haram. The, the person that is not a mu'min, he's inconvenienced by, he's always trying to hide to do haram. And the mu'min is always inconvenienced by salah. Like he's out and he wants to pray salah in this timing of the winter. The salahs, they all keep coming into each other. And he has his salah carpet in the back of his uh, trunk. And it's really cold, but he has to pray asr. He goes and he's looking for a place to pray salah. And the person that wants to do haram, he's looking for a place to do haram. Yani, the, uh, are they the same in the book of Allah? Allahu Akbar on, uh, on the beauty of iman. Huh? This brother, he goes to ICPC Patterson every day and this, he starts reading to the sheikh. And he starts reading to the sheikh every single day, Quran, Quran, Quran. He's about to finish his Quran. And then he introduces two other people that were also friends of his in high school to go read to the sheikh. And they all three of them memorize the Quran under this, under this sheikh Hafiz. They all three finish the book of Allah and they memorize the book of Allah under this Pakistani sheikh. Uh, with no subscription fee or nothing. Yeah, yeah Just ikhlas and sincerity. All three of them are, are imams now. All three of these brothers are imams now. One of them is sheikh Osama. Uh, the other brother that began reading with Sheikh Hafid, he used to pick up Sheikh Osama every single day when he was young and bring him to the masjid. And they're all uh, imma now. Because uh, the production was built on sincerity. Sayyidina Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he says a famous statement. 
a beautiful statement. He says, "Ma nadimtu ala shayin kanadmi ala yoman gharabat shamsuhu, naqasa fihi ajali, walam yazid fihi amali." He says, "I don't regret anything." Abdullah bin Mas'ud. He says, "I do not regret anything except for a day that the sun uh, descends on it, uh, and the, the day finishes, and my ajal, my appointed time has come closer to yeah. Every day our appointed time comes closer, and my 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 action, my amal did not increase. My action did not increase." And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he tells us in the Quran, in Surah Al-Nahl, وَاللَّهُ أَخْرَجَكُمْ مِنْ بَطُونِ أُمَّهَاتِكُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ شَيْئًا وَجَعَلَ لَكُمُ السَّمْعَ وَالْأَبْصَارَ وَالْأَفِئِدَةِ قَلِيلًا مَا تَشْكُرُونَ Allah, he says a beautiful ayah in Surah Al-Nahl, he says, and Allah is the one that uh, made you all come out of your mother's wombs, yani everyone is born, لَا تَعْلَمُونَ شَيْئًا with no knowledge. وَجَعَلَ لَكُمُ السَّمْعَ وَالْأَبْصَارَ وَالْأَفِئِدَةِ and he granted you hearts so that you may be thankful and grateful to Allah. So perhaps you may be thankful and perhaps you may take heed. What's interesting about this ayah is Allah tells us something that's obvious that we all know. He says that you all were born, la ta'lamuna shay'a. You had no knowledge. You all were born with the same amount of knowledge. There's no one that's born and he's a scholar already. Imam al-Bukhari, he was not born a scholar. He went and he invested time. Now you see someone that lives a short amount of time in this dunya and he achieves so much. Huh? And he started at the same place as the person that lived long in this dunya and he achieved nothing. It's all how they capitalized on the same unit that they all shared, the unit of time. We look at Imam al-Nawi. Imam al-Nawi, he's a muhaqqiq from the Shafi'i Madhab. And he's one of the greatest scholars to ever walk the face of the earth. Imam al-Nawi lived to be 44 years old. He passed away at the age of 44. When we look at the legacy that Imam al-Nawi left behind, we say this is impossible. It's impossible. They said, the scholars said it's impossible for someone to produce so much in 44 years. Because he didn't start his whole 44 years. You know, it took him time to learn how to read and write. He was a baby. When did he start seeking knowledge? They said he started seeking knowledge at such and such an age. They went and they took all his books. And they said that he would have to have written 20 pages a day. Written 20 pages a day to achieve what he produced. You know, Imam Anoui, he has books in hadith. And he has books in fiqh. Not only does he have books. Anybody could write a book. Anybody could go sit down and write a book. No, his books are all the best of the best in every science. The number one book you go to when you, study, when you want to study the science of hadith, Imam al-Nawi. You want to study fiqh, Imam al-Nawi, Imam al-Nawi, Imam al-Nawi, Imam al-Nawi. Even the layman books, he wrote some books that were for the lay people, Imam al-Nawi. You walk into any masjid on the face of the earth, in Indonesia and Jakarta, in Mombasa, anywhere. You go to a masjid in Paris and New Jersey, in Orlando, Florida. You go to any masjid, you find a book on the shelf. You find the Quran, of course, alhamdulillah, and you find another book. Riyadh al-Salihin of Imam al-Nawi. Yeah? The Gardens of the Righteous, this famous book that everyone knows. It's a hadith compilation. He compiles hadith having to do with our everyday life, salah and fasting and hajj and doing good deeds and staying away from haram. This book, Allah wrote upon it, qabul. Allah wrote acceptance upon this book. We say, why did Allah write acceptance upon Imam Noe's book? Why? What did he have that was special? He had something called ikhlas. He had something called sincerity. What was done with sincerity for the sake of Allah, it connects and it remains forever. And what was done for showing off and insincerity, it withers away in the wind and it does not last. How many scholars wrote books and they didn't reach us today? Imam Anoui wrote books in every science and he passed away at the age of 44. And he passed away at the age of 44. Then you have someone on the flip side that lives to be 85 years old and he leaves nothing. I'll give you all an example. An example that I know in my life. I was going to Egypt to study. I studied in Egypt for eight years. And uh, I used to go to the Majd al-Azhar, Majd al-Azhar. In front of Majd al-Azhar, there was an individual there, a very old man, that used to sit down and he used to smoke shisha outside and he used to sell fruits. Yeah? May Allah bless him and guide him. Yeah? 
He used to sell fruits in front of this Masjid of Azhar. And I remember, I remember a vivid memory. When I first got to Egypt the first week, I went to go visit Sheikh Osama. And Sheikh Osama used to live behind the Masjid. So I used to go pray Salat al-Dhuhr in the Masjid al-Azhar. And then I would make my way behind the Masjid uh, in the small little streets uh, to go to Sheikh Osama's house when I used to visit him. And I remember this memory because I'm from America. We don't have these, like a guy selling fruit in front of the Masjid smoking shisha. It's kind of interesting to me. So the guy, he was very old guy. Smoke a shisha in front of the measure. Duhur came in. I went in. I prayed Duhur. I came out. The guy was still sitting there. I went to Sheikh Osama that day. Fast forward five years. Fast forward three years. Fast forward one year. Every, every time I go to measure the Azhar, this individual, he's sitting in front of the door and he's smoking shisha and he's chilling. He doesn't come in for salah. And he's an old man. One day I was in the measure talking to a friend sitting in the open area. And this guy was there. It was before Duhur by 20 minutes. And this guy was there lying down. He was sleeping. So he was using the measure to sleep. He was knocked out. He was sleeping. Then when the adhan went off, he was so inconvenienced by the adhan. He got up and he was so angry because his nap has now been inconvenienced. And he gets up and he walks out the masjid at the time of dhuhr. So he doesn't have to pray the salah because the salah is inconvenient to him. We say, may Allah keep his steadfast and may Allah guide him. Yeah, look at this person. He lived how many years? He's like 80 years old, 85 years old. And how many people, you know, they live such small amount, their, their life on this dunya was small. But they produced and they had so much. And when you leave, can the brothers please move forward? Can the brothers please move forward to make space? And when you pass away, you either leave a good legacy or a bad legacy. When you leave someone, you either leave a good memory or a bad memory. Think of how many people you know in this world. When you remember them, the only thing you remember of them is good. You remember someone because you know, oh, I remember that guy. He used to always come to the masjid for Fajr. I know that guy. He was from Fajr. And you know someone for a bad reason. May Allah protect us. I know that guy. That guy is the guy that always used to have weed on him. Or that guy used to always lie. Or that guy used to always be with a different girl. May Allah protect us. You remember someone for good. Or you remember someone for bad. And when you pass away, this goes, yeah? This goes for you when you pass away. Allah he speaks about Fir'aun and his posse, yeah? Fir'aun and his people. Allah he says that the heavens and the earth, they did not cry for Fir'aun and his, and his evil people that were with him. And why is that? Because the heavens and the earth, they cry. For a good pious person, the good pious person, he goes and he prays salah and he's walking, he goes out for a walk, he makes dhikr of Allah, he goes and he prays in every single corner of the earth, he prays in every that he goes to, he leaves a good legacy. And the heavens and the earth, they long for that. The scholars, they say, why do they long for that? Why does the heavens and the earth, they long for goodness? Because your good deeds are raised to the heavens and your heavens love that. And the earth, you're making dhikr upon the earth and the earth loves that. And there's studies that have shown, yeah, when someone plants, they plant, and they read Qur'an on the plant, or they do dhikr in front of the plant every day, the plant grows to be much stronger than the plant that is left without reading Qur'an or reading dhikr on it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us a good legacy. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who practice what they preach. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be with our brothers and sisters in Palestine and to grant them victory over their oppressors. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide their aim. We ask Allah to strengthen their feet and their hearts. الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أوسي نفسي وإياكم بتفق الله تعالى My dear brothers and sisters, I remind myself and all of you to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to be cognizant of Allah and to be aware of Allah and to always put Allah first before everything uh, The Prophet ﷺ, he said لا تزول قدم عبد يوم القيامة حتى يسأل عن عمره فيما أفناه وعن, وعن علمه فيما فعل فيه وعن ماله من أين اكتسبه uh, the Prophet ﷺ, he said that no, no two feet on the day of judgment will move. Yeah? Yawm al-Qiyamah is called Yawm al-Qiyamah. Why? Why is Yawm al-Qiyamah? We say the day of judgment. Why is it called Yawm al-Qiyamah? 
Qiyamah means standing, the, the day of standing, because everyone will stand and be judged and be asked about what they did in this dunya. Uh, and on that day, there's no oppression in the book of Allah. Allah Taala is the greatest judge. There's no oppression in the book of Allah. There's oppression in courthouses in America. There's oppression around the world. Oppression happens in this dunya. On Yawm Al-Qiyamah, there is no oppression. It's the day of great justice and the day of the great standing. Everyone is going to be standing and asked about what they did. And everything you did in this dunya is going to come in front of you like an IMAX movie. Yeah, 3D IMAX movie, yeah? You're going to watch everything you did. Huh? Allah, he says, you read your own book of actions, yeah? You read your own book of actions. You are good enough, you're sufficient enough to judge your own self. And no one is going to come judge you on your Qiyamah. You're going to see what you did and you judge your own self. Yeah, you watch your own action. How are you going to deny it then? Yeah? Oh, I didn't do that? No, it's right there, brother. You did it in front of you. And you know very well you did it. Scary ayah, goosebump ayah, yeah? goosebumps. Read your own book, bro. Uh, you are sufficient enough for yourself to judge your own self on that day when Allah does not oppress anybody and when Allah does not forget anything. So when you do something with sincerity and nobody sees it, you feel a type of way because you want recognition from uh, people because uh, we're human beings and we're weak. We want recognition. Yeah? No, no, Allah doesn't forget nothing. That salah that you prayed in the gym when nobody saw you or that salah that you prayed when the time was running out on the side of some street, Allah doesn't forget nothing. And Allah doesn't forget the bad that you do. Yeah? May Allah protect us and cover our sins, you know? Allah doesn't forget nothing. Ultimate justice is the day of judgment, the day of the great standing. The Prophet says, No two feet will move on that day. Until he's asked about. No one will move until he's asked about his life and how he spent his life. In this dunya, how did you spend your time? May Allah protect us and grant us understanding. We should have a constant muhasaba, constant accountability. The moment he thinks about what he did and how he increased his chances for the hereafter every single day. The believer, every day he goes home and he thinks, what did I do today that was good? That's going to bring me closer to Jannah and meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Daily accountability, weekly accountability, monthly accountability, and annual accountability. That's why we talk about it now because we're January 5th. Right now we're starting a new year. We want to have an annual accountability. What did I do last year? What did I do last year that brought me closer to Allah? Did I do anything? Did I add anything in my life? Or am I just like a sheep, like everyone else, just a sheep? Facebook, Meta, Instagram, Snapchat, just like everyone else in the world. The mu'min is not like everyone else in the world. The mu'min, he's strange, he's ajib. He should stand out. Uh, the mu'min should stand out. He doesn't follow. The mu'min is followed. The mu'min is lying. He has a mane. Uh, the mu'min is followed. He is not a follower. Yeah, everyone in the world does haram and everyone has a relationship that's haram. Bro, everyone has it. So I don't care if the whole world has something. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the whole dunya is on something. We have Quran and Sunnah. We have guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know what is right and what is wrong and it does not change. Uh, haram is haram and halal is halal until the yawm al-qiyamah. It does not change. We ask God to keep us steadfast. You're going to be asked about oh, how you spent your time in this dunya, the first thing. And then he goes, uh, And about the knowledge he was given, what he did with the knowledge he was gifted. Uh, what you did with the knowledge you were given. And about the money that he has uh, acquired. Where did you get your money from? Was it from halal or haram? Yeah? Was it from halal or haram? And where did you spend your money that you did acquire? Because many people they like to hoard money and then they pass away with all the money in the bank account. It does nothing for them on Yom Al-Qiyamah. What do you do with your money? Money could be a great blessing and it could be a great, uh, uh, what's the opposite of blessing? Curse. It could be a great blessing or it could be a great curse. And, uh, and uh, he'll be asked about the last thing, and about his body and how he uses his body, how he uses his health, how he uses health. Uh, we see many examples of, courageous examples of heroes in today's world. We don't have to mention who are on the member. And they are uh, giving up their bodies for a good reason, for a good cause. Uh, and they go and they find the greatest of the great on the day that they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
uh, on the day of judgment, you will regret anything you ever did. Yeah? Uh, you would regret spending a single hour without remembering Allah SWT. The Prophet ﷺ, he says, that the, the people of Jannah, the people when they're in Jannah, they will not have any regrets. They will not have, the person in Jannah, how is he going to have a regret? He doesn't have a regret except for one thing. He regrets one thing only. He only regrets an hour that passes by that he did not remember Allah in it. That he did not remember Allah in this hour. And why is that? Because the remembrance of Allah is a raising of your ranks. You have people, they go and they hang out and they talk for five hours. And Allah's name is never mentioned. This is a cursed gathering, brother. You're talking about what for five hours? For five hours, talking about what? There has to be a mention of Allah somewhere. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who always remember Allah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us steadfastness. We ask Allah to grant us patience. We ask Allah to grant us a good accountability. We ask Allah to make us of those who uh, hold ourselves accountable for what we do. We ask Allah to forgive us and grant us a tawbah before we pass away. We ask Allah to grant us a good ending. We ask Allah to grant us a husn khatimah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be with our brothers and sisters in Palestine. We ask Allah to grant them victory. We ask Allah to liberate Palestine. We ask Allah to free Palestine. We ask Allah to grant us a salah in a liberated Majd al-Aqsa. We ask Allah to make us of those who see a liberated Majd al-Aqsa. We ask Allah to grant us a salah in a liberated Majd al-Aqsa. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to destroy the oppressors wherever they are in the world. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us patience and endurance and steadfastness. We ask Allah to guide our children to the love of the Quran and salah. We ask Allah to grant us the love of Quran and salah. رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِن لَمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَا مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ رَبَّنَا لَا تُزِغْ قُلُوبَنَا بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَيْتَنَا وَهَبَ لَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَّابُ رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ اللَّهُمَّ اغْفِرْ لِلْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ وَالْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ الْأَحْيَاءِ مِنْهُمْ وَالْأَمْوَاتِ إِنَّكَ سَمِيعٌ قَرِيبٌ مُجِيبُ الدَّعْوَاتِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى يَأْمُرُ بِالْعَدْلِ وَالْإِحْسَانِ وَإِيتَاءِ ذِي الْقُرْبَى وَيَنْهَى عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ وَالْبَغْيِ يَعِدُكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَذَكَّرُونَ فَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ يَذْكُرْكُمْ وَاشْكُرُوهُ يَزِدْكُمْ وَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ يَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ وَأَقِمِ الصَّلَاةَ إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَى عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ وَلَذِكْرُ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ مَا تَصْنَعُونَ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ أَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله استقيم واعتدل وتراسو please fill the gaps and turn your phones off the next time you come to the masjid you can leave your phone in the car pray as if it is your last prayer pray with خشوع استقيم واعتدل وتراسو Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin. Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'een. اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضعنا عنك وزرك الذي أنقد ظهرك 
ورفعنا لك ذكرك فإن مع العسر يسرا إن مع العسر يسرا فإذا فرغت فانصب وإلى ربك فارغب الله أكبر سمي الله الحمد الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر الله أكبر سمي الله الحمد الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله <تصفيق>